Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark, as it is every week. Hello. And just like every week, I am joined by... Jackie. And... Miles. Hello. Hi, Miles. Hi, Jackie. Uh, we're a podcast <laughs> that talks about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Really, we just watch the anime and then talk to you about it. Um, this week, we have a... This is a special episode, I think. I think this is a special episode. How it? so? Uh, it's special because we have a guest this week. Um, we and, have guests all the time, Mark. But it's a guest you may have heard of. Oh. You may have heard her from Danganronpa, from Near Automata, from Street Fighter V, most recently as Falco. We have uh, Kira Buckland on the podcast. How are you? Hi, I am good. <laughs> I feel like we should clap. Should we clap? <laughs> we'll, we'll add a. We'll add, we'll add sound effects later. How was my intro? Is that good? Yeah. I got, okay, hope those were good credits. Um, <laughs> yes, that, that works. <laughs> okay, cool. So um, we're just going to talk to Kira about JoJo's. We're going to do the usual correspondence corner. Um, and then we'll just shoot the breeze. We're not going to do the whole regular boring episode recap this week. It's boring. <laughs> but that's what people, that's why they listen to us. Yeah, there's like 70 episodes of that, though. They could just go back and listen. <laughs> oh, that's true. They're still available. Yeah, they're on... Um, if you like that kind of thing. They're on iTunes and stuff. Um, so along with a amazing picture of someone who did like Nutella on bread art of the double panel where Dio asks Jonathan, how many breads have you ever eaten in your life? Um, <laughs> the Ninja Thief asked, uh, real question for the podcast. If there was a JoJo-inspired theme park, what attraction would you want to see? Well, imagine if they made it like the actual amusement park episode. That would be so creepy. Oh, with though. De- Death Thirteen and and Manish <laughs> yeah. Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Polnareff Land. Can we can we just have Polnareff Land? Uh, I do not know if I would want that. I don't think I would want to sit with either one of those guys in a Ferris wheel. <laughs> what <laughs> no, do you think they would do? Um, be really self centered. Be physically intimidating. Probably put a hand on your knee when you don't want it there. Yeah, something awkwardly homoerotic between the two of us. <laughs> But but more importantly, I don't want to be chased by a footless like Grim Reaper ghost. I don't think I do. Yeah, do. don't yeah. knock it, Mark. Yeah, Miles, you haven't seen that episode, right? No, I haven't. Oh, well. But I have played Roller Coaster Tycoon. Mm. <laughs> I've been to a theme park. Cool. Um, that's my whole experience with this question. Okay. Thank you for asking. I think is the question what amusement park. Or is it a ride specific? Like, like what attractions? Like, so for me, I might say like Hell Pillar Climb would be cool. Ooh. Like if you had to climb oh. up an oily pillar and Lisa Lisa was yelling at you. Oh, I love it. Oh. And then you just got chopped apart by a really heavy oil blades at the top. I was yeah. I was thinking of the other pillar, the one, there's like a guy who lives in, in the, I guess it's not, a, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's not a pillar. It's like a radio tower or something. Oh, the, um, the pylon guy? Pylon. That's it. Yeah. You just ride screws around? I don't know. I don't know what that, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that would be, but yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a large physical object. So. Mm-hmm. I feel like Jotaro would open a very nerdy like aquarium. <laughs> like it would I just be a regular that. aquarium, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just a lot of facts, and if you don't look interested, he beats the shit out of you. That's right. Um, so thanks for that, Ninja Thief. There, there, I mean, there's so many possibilities because the show is so creative. Like, You could just be in the burning like Joestar Mansion from Art 1, <laughs> from Part 1, you know? With real fire. With yeah, real fire. No dogs allowed at the JoJo Park. Yeah. Oh, gosh. No dogs. And we actually just watched 
dark blue moon and we got to watch a shark get beaten to death yeah. <laughs> not cool out in the south pacific so it's it turns out that if you're a dog or a cat or a shark or <laughs> horses actually horses get it pretty bad in jojo's i just realized it's a very everything gets it bad in jojo yeah. yeah nobody can catch a break it's true i was about to say it's a very human supremacist show but not even yeah do the rats do okay no no <laughs> the, the rat is sort of like there's a, a stand user rat yeah 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 they're sort of eye for an eye right like they take out some people i get yeah that's true they do better than dogs for example <laughs> yeah although there's a iggy's a stand user as well how many does he really kill true not enough uh who's yeah. counting Someone is definitely counting. Out on some weird Japanese message board, there is like a list of how many dead dogs there are, how many dead cats. It could be like an Iggy's beach wave pool or something with sand. Hmm. Uh, or somebody somebody should have a wave pool. Who's, dark who's a, dark who's blue moon. Captain Tennille. Okay. Yeah, and it's filled with deadly scales. So you yeah. just get cut up when you're okay. in the wave pool. Yeah, it just it basically sucks. <laughs> Don't go in Hey, there. what if they had like the chairlift thing like um with the prant appraiser i can't talk i'm sorry it's prant okay. appraiser from <laughs> it's literally your job though i know right <laughs> you say the plant appraiser from part eight mm-hmm. wow you might like, be ahead the of me chairlift thing that would be cool it sounds like it would be cool but i don't think i've gotten to that part in jojo leon um, okay when you said chairlift i initially thought you meant in uh in part three don't they ride a cable car or Jotaro does with uh, with rubber sole. Yeah, I'm I'm just thinking of like the um, it's like a ski lift thing, chair lift. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what to call it, but that <laughs> yeah, thing I think you're, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. Next cue. Okay, let me see. I have. Wait, we didn't go over to the correspondence corner. Yeah. Let's do you, not, do you want to take us there now? You don't want. All right, me? let's go. It sounds. Yep. It's up a staircase. <laughs> Very convincing. <laughs> A staircase made of Ikea furniture. That's right. Um, we got a DM from Alejandro who just linked me and Joel to places where we could read Jojolion because we were just talking out loud last episode uh, about how we, we didn't really know where to catch up with it. And so he just linked us to a good like fan translation page. So thank you for that. Who's Joel? Joel was oh, our yeah, guest Joel. last time, Our, our guest last Jeez. week. That's his name. Sorry. We let someone into our world and you just <laughs> forget them. Rest in peace, Batoto. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I think I was reading it. Or that or Manga Reader, I forget. But it's okay. This is like actually from the uh, the Scanlation group. Okay, let's go to emails. Those are more substantial. No shade to the people who DM and stuff. But... Don't knock okay. DMs. Let me see how this person signed it so I don't just dox them real hard. Okay. This one is from Niels. And Hello, Niels. It, well, it's just an email. He's not here right now. Oh. Is oh. that why he, he didn't respond? Yeah. That's why I didn't get back to you. Oh, I thought he was being rude. Okay. It starts with Nyoho. Hello, Mark, Jackie, <laughs> Nyoho. Miles, and any guests. I'm Niels, pronounced like a plural of the zero score nil. Yeah. And after, <laughs> what are you cheering for? Just yeah. nil. I'm a, I'm a, oh, you're I, a programmer. I, <laughs> fan I write, of nil. I write code. I'm a fan of nil. Okay. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. And after about a month, I finally caught up to give you some thoughts. A month to listen to our whole podcast. That's pretty awesome. 
right? Egg, yeah, sure. That's like two a day. That's too many, actually. Well, not really. Like, what if you have a long commute? We do talk about commuting all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you could be riding the bus and being like, wow, New Jersey sounds rough. <laughs> um, first is the impression of Koichi. Everyone who Koichi fights actually becomes a better person, provided that they don't die. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Or Jackie are the Enigma this. user. Tamami, Hazamada, Rohan, Yukako, and even Kira do become more friendly, and in Kira's case, he is able to control himself while craving a new hand enough to save Shinobu from Stray Cat. So Koichi helps people turn their lives around. Uh, there's more, but let's, let's stop right there. Uh, Kira, I want to explain something. <laughs> okay. Jackie hates Koichi. Yeah. Oh, why? But he's like a little cinnamon roll. Explain okay. why. <laughs> a cinnamon roll that is naive or... Right. I, 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 so the reason why I don't like him is because I, I don't like that he uh, will fight people and then immediately trust them afterwards. Uh, like they'll, they'll like join his group or they'll like hang out with him in, at school when like they tried to kill or manipulate his family or friends. Uh, and then, like, they'll, they'll just be like, ah, let me carry your books and stuff. It's like... He's a trusting I, fool. I don't like him because he never... He, ma- he Like, that's obviously a mistake. You should not trust the people that were... Or you shouldn't befriend people who were... Or be cool with people that uh, tried to uh, destroy your life or your friends' lives. Mm. Uh, and he never learns that lesson. And I always want him to. Like, I want him to just get hurt stand up for himself yeah <laughs> right well no i want him to actually i want him i want it to be like a sad uh what's like a like a grim fairy tale or something where mm. he just does the wrong thing and then he he uh uh is punished. Comeuppance. yeah i mean i mean go ahead oh, go ahead <laughs> no 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 you no, I, I was going to say that I feel like you do see him evolve a bit in the story and stuff as his stand kind of evolves, which I think is is kind of cool. Um, at the same time, I can relate in a sense to being somebody who is very trusting sometimes to a fault and yeah, always same. wanting to see the good in people and, you know, just wanting to kind of be liked and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I don't know. I personally like seeing characters who do have kind of some of those flaws that we see as humans. Mm. Jackie, is your philosophy uh, the same as Rick Ross's? God forgives, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I do have a hard time forgiving. Got it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm the same way. I, I, I'm not like you, Jackie. I, I do forgive people. Uh, and like, even if they've been mean to me, like they, they're the bad person. I'm like, but do they like me? Maybe Can I do same. I'm like, I just want to be liked by everybody. Why is it so hard? Maybe your opinion of Koichi is, I'm saying this about anyone, maybe the way you think about Koichi is uh, framed by how you think about forgiveness. Oh my God. It's true. <laughs> it's like a litmus test for personality now. And yeah. where I'm like, I do, I, I, you gotta, you gotta really like earn forgiveness for me. And you and Rick Ross, but I, I like that. That that's an interesting point here. I didn't think about it that way. That well, like that he, it's a real people are like that, and you know, it not, makes sense that not that, everyone gets punished for it. <laughs> yeah, it it, it makes because Kira sort of uh, not Kira the Koichi sort of the way <laughs> you see into the show. Like he's yeah. he's sort of like from our perspective. 
So it makes sense that you would see him differently depending on the way you feel about everyone in the show. Yeah. Now mm. we have to make everyone watch this anime and then go, what do you think of Koichi? And then we just know what kind of a person they are. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's so interesting. <laughs> but, you know, I think one of the reasons that I really like part four and I mean, I like it's honestly hard to choose a favorite yeah. part. I I guess I kind of say like part six. I mean, people associate me with part six, but um. I noticed something about part four is that it seems like very character driven and we get to learn a lot about the characters. Whereas I feel like part three is a little bit more action driven. I don't know. Like, yeah, what your guys think about that. That sounds right. I think, I I think I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I I, like, I wish there was even more though. Like I love the little moments between like uh, Joseph and Josuke that happen. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, especially the diapers. That's like one of my favorite moments in part four. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Where he goes and buys everything, that that episode? Yeah, and he's like, oh, where's the diapers? And <laughs> it's like, you you know, you can't be like, oh, they're not for me. They're for an invisible baby, yeah. right? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> Right, they're for a baby. Where's the baby? Uh, well, you can't see her right now. <laughs> or okay, ever. old man, good for you. <laughs> yeah, so I, I like moments like that, but we also know that JoJo's is not, maybe maybe in part seven, and I don't remember part six, that well because i read it like a long time ago and i haven't revisited it although i want to that jojo's is not the type of show to kind of bring things full circle and be like and that's why you should forgive your dad Mm. like they don't really do that he might like toe the water a little bit with that like dip his toe in and be like let's talk about it a little bit but then he's like anyway there's this weird stand and it's named after this heavy metal band and you're like oh (laughs) but who was that guy that dressed just like josuke and rescued him when he was four or whatever anyway do these bands do you think exist in the the jojo's universe like the musical references are also in the show well well yes because josuke's favorite musician is prince so they have to exist Um, and if you remember um daya in part eight had the yes album what which was like an actual yes album that exists and she's like yeah heart of the sunrise like that's one of the trivia questions we ask at my panels Oh wait, yeah, I, I think I heard that you were on a panel. What what are your what are your panels like? Oh, okay. So um I run most of the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fan panels in Southern California. Um we usually do like Anime Los Angeles. We've done Anime Expo a couple of years and a couple other smaller cons. And normally how we do it is we you know, just go over the series a little. We talk about Araki's influences, um, like his art influences, music, popular culture, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, how his art style sort of changed and evolved over the years based on his influences. And then we do um, a lot of audience participation stuff. So we do trivia and give out prizes. And then we do a posing contest, which is like oh everybody's favorite part. <laughs> they get to come up and show off their best JoJo poses and people cheer for who they like the best. And then you know, we'll usually take like the top five out of the 10 volunteers and be like, okay, now you guys have to do a second pose off to determine the ranking. That's awesome. A lot of booty pops, I bet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We always tell people like, please be careful if you're doing the Johnny and Gyro pose because people come up as a pair and that can be scary. That one, if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Like I can't do it. I'm very impressed by people who can. I'm trying to think of which one it is. Is it like they're kind of on top of each other, right? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. It's like, um, like let, let me pull up a, a picture so you can see what I'm talking okay. about. And the poor Johnny has to have like their legs in the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's got to be a little difficult for him. 
Um, yeah, the only pose I remember from from part seven is there's some like Tonko Bone cover where I think Gyro is just like bent all the way down with his legs perfectly straight, like looking at you or something. And I'm like, yeah, I could never just that's that's the extent of it for me. None of this like weird spine bending. I just can't really bend over that far. So there's that's, also that's a Polnar F one that's like. Yep, crazy. we talked about yeah, we talked about it last uh, last episode because that's where we, we 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 just saw that happen. You're talking about where Polnar F turns to tell them about his sister or that he's going to join them? Yeah, it's the one where his leg is stretched out really far behind him. Yes. And he's almost on the ground. Yeah. I did see okay. something on Twitter of like a Japanese dude doing it and nailing it. It was pretty awesome. Let me show you. Here is the Johnny Gyro pose. That's like the really well-known one. And people have done this at my panels and it's super cool. Oh, I remember this. But you gotta have a strong gyro. <laughs> yeah, and this could Johnny be dangerous. Really good at balancing. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe people try that. I would, I would be so scared. I would like ban everything. <laughs> That's super difficult. <laughs> I would just be like, yeah, ones where you bend over backwards as far as possible. Um, you know, like Jotaro or Dio style are fine. Uh, for listeners, this is yeah, this is from Volume Five of Steel Ball Run. It's the cover where uh, Gyro is holding Johnny from his, like, torso? From his lower back? You'll know it when you see it. Um, okay, I think that was a good answer to that one. But that's cool that you run panels on JoJo. I wish I knew that. We stopped going to anime cons a long time ago because we kind of lost touch with anime. It's only been JoJo's that's kind of brought us back into it. Aww. Yeah, that was actually me for a while. For a while, I was kind of like, oh, I'm done with anime, this and that. I just, like, was into, like, video games, like, web comics and stuff like that. And then um, I found JoJo's Bizarre Adventure after my friends introduced me to it and was like, okay, <laughs> this is a thing. Yeah, it's it's because it's so weird. And if it's your brand of weird, then it really sucks you in. And then it just becomes addictive because there's so many years of writing already that you just can't stop we never ask kira we always ask this question oh, to like every right. we ask we ask a couple of questions to every guest uh one is like how did you get into jojo or what is your exposure to jojo uh to to the series uh so that answer okay. that question <laughs> i think it was around like 2013 2014 like somewhere in there when um my friends like made me watch Jojo and stuff and at first I was kind of like huh I'm not sure how I feel about this like from everything that I heard about Jojo it's like well it's like these manly muscular men fighting each other and I was like I mean it sounds cool I don't know if it's like really my thing or whatever and you know just something about it kind of hooked me and then the more I watched of it at the time I was like wow, I'm like really getting into this. So by the time I had finished watching part two, I was like, okay, I want more. I want more. Um, oh no, there's no, there's no part three yet. And they're like, no, there is, you got to read the manga. Here you go. And you know, everyone's like, read the mango. So that's what I did. And at the time, like when I started reading part four, for example, it was only the Duang translation that was out. Yes. So I had a fun time with that. <laughs> I've only read Duang. I've never, I've never bothered to go back and read like good translations of it. Is oh, that a principle of yours that you do that? No, I'm just lazy. Oh. <laughs> I mean, doing is what I tell people on the panels. I'm like, of course, like, read or watch part four with the actual good translation. But if you get a chance to go back and read doing for meme versions, then do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's kind of how I feel. It's like you should experience it. And I think some of that is just me being like, 
a crotchety old man who's like, if I went through it, you should have to go through it. You should read these <laughs> yeah. really ugly yellow scanlations with awful Japanese to Chinese to English translations that aren't even done well for that sake. Yeah. Well, at least, um, you know, the Duane translation is entertaining with like the part five translation that was the only one out for the longest time. It's like, it's just not like that great, like accurate to the character's personalities from what I've been told. So that one was kind of like the one where it's like, yeah, just read the good translation, like the color one for part five. But I should probably go back and do that considering we may never get a part five anime. So (gasps) I know one of my favorite tweets is someone posted like a picture of Jorno and said, who could hate this good boy? And someone responded with, well, David Productions. Yeah. (laughs) Sad. And anybody that has yeah, the ability to make it happen is not a fan. They're busy making some soccer anime or tennis anime or something. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, same. Both take Whatever. place in Italy. You know. um, Jackie, what is the next question you were going to ask? The next question is, uh, Kira, if you could, what would your stand be if you had a stand? Oh, okay. So, um... Actually, somebody designed a visual for my stand. You can probably find it on my Twitter. But um, for, well, for the longest time, I wanted its name to be Insomniac, which is after a Green Day album. But then the person who visually designed my stand was like, no, you should call it Black Star since you're such a big David Bowie fan. Uh, And I was like, yeah, okay, I can go with that mm. too. Um, So maybe it could be one of those things where my stand had a name change partway through like Stairway to Heaven slash Made in Heaven. But, um, or, or, uh, going underground and born this way, which is another trivia thing. We oh, I didn't know that but, one. Yeah. Yeah. But my stand, it has the power to turn any liquid into coffee. So <laughs> oh, for example, like you're fighting somebody and there's like a big body of water or something. And suddenly you're just, you're throwing hot coffee on them. I mean, you could turn your opponent's blood into coffee if you wanted to. Oh God. And then it's also just useful from a practical standpoint. Cause it's like, Oh, here I have this, disgusting flavorless like sparkling fruit water here i'm just gonna turn it into like a really good iced mocha you know or if you're sleepy you could turn your own blood into coffee you, you uh, could. i feel like 90 percent of my blood already is coffee <laughs> yeah i have it's those one days. of the many reasons no wait i have a question for all of you oh. actually because i i know i have an answer to this question but i i want to see what everyone else says is who is your jojo husband or waifu Oh yeah, we've we've done this, and I had I, I had <laughs> oh. like the most shallow answers. No, we'll go over it again because I actually forgot. So. I forgot what I said too. <laughs> My, I want to hear Miles's take on this. I feel like Miles is largely an emotionless. Who would I wife up in JoJo's? Yeah, get closer to the mic though. Who would I wife up in JoJo's? Yeah. <laughs> um. Or husbando up. <laughs> what I I'm trying to remember what I said before. Um, when you're reading JoJo's, you can't just be 100% straight. We've done not, so many do Mary kills, too. Yeah. <sighs> we've done that a lot, and someone, yeah. <laughs> we got some weird submissions. People would just send us, like, three people, and it was like, I don't, I don't want to talk about this. Um, I think I was in favor of marrying Yukako, which was controversial. Ah, uh, okay. Because I feel like she would whip me into shape. I wouldn't, I, yeah. I think I would marry her, too. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you may, you you both may that have said the same scary, thing. That would be scary, though. Yeah, I'm into the discipline. <laughs> okay. I I think my real answer is Lisa Lisa, but yeah. I do really like Yukako. Yeah. I would also marry Lisa Lisa. Yeah. I don't know if I would marry any of the like proper JoJo's, except maybe the original. 
Jo- uh, Jonathan? Jonathan, yeah. Really? No. Yeah, you. No. No. You, you take care of me. <laughs> We're just shitting on your opinion. I like. I like a man who's gonna hold the door open. A gentle, a real gentleman. Yeah. A hashtag gets, nice guy who gets really sad around Dalmatians or Great Danes, rather. So do I, though. Oh, that's weird. Mm. Well, they're so big they can't fit everywhere. Oh, it's sad. That's kind of sad. <laughs> um, for me, I think at the time I was I was like actually involved in reading Jojolion. So I said, uh, what's her name? The the female lead. The In Jojolian? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember her name. Oh, uh, Yasuho or Yeah, Yasuho. Okay. Yeah. I like yes, Yasuho. Yes, I like Yasuho too. Yeah. Um What's but... your answer to this question? Oh yeah. Kira, what do you think? Diego, my husbrando. Husbrando? Oh god. I mean, think about it. Like, especially when he's partially dino like he's got the cute little dino tail um when he's like starting to get the little teeth, the teeth and thing, yeah you see a lot yeah, of cosplay and, like, with the good little makeup. dino claws yeah and then and then the coffee and like he's got a bowie stand and i'm just like come on oh perfect I forgot about that by the way i'm also a huge david bowie fan oh I, I feel like there's a lot of crossover between the bowie fandom and the jojo fandom it makes it, sense yeah. <laughs> for obvious reasons yeah yeah, yeah. honestly Even, jojo was helped me was what helped me get really into david bowie so it's funny because people that i meet at bowie events and stuff like that because i didn't really get to grow up listening to classic rock so mm. i kind of got into it later in life and then people are like so what got you really into david bowie and then it's like this awkward thing of trying yeah. to explain like so there's this like japanese comic book series that i'm really into <laughs> and there's like a character based off david bowie who coincidentally has my name and yeah. you know just mm. all this stuff <laughs> yeah that's a long conversation to have to just, yeah <laughs> Do you like Japanese cartoons? <laughs> no? Okay, never mind. I a just, lot of times they're just yeah. like, what? <laughs> yeah. I uh, I think 2014, or like the second half of 2014, all I listened to was David Bowie. I just like ran through his whole catalog. And Wonderful. was surprised at how, like, Kira is sort of a... I mean, he's he's definitely a visual reference to David Bowie, but it's never out, you know, out and out said that. Like, mm-hmm. it could technically be a coincidence so either way i was still really surprised how long it took for an actual david bowie album or song to make it into uh the comic you know by the time scary monsters rolls around it's part seven but even with some of bowie's poses because obviously i've looked at a lot of pictures of david bowie for scientific and research purposes of course and um like some of his poses i know there was one particular pose because when i was studying jolene poses because i was gonna do a photo shoot as her then um there was one where i was like this looks really suspiciously like this one pose that david did at ziggy stardust and i put them side by side and i was like yeah I really wouldn't be surprised if there was influence there. And people mm-hmm. are like, no, it's just a coincidence. Eh, 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 this and that, <laughs> whenever I find parallels. And I was like, no, you're forgetting that the, cre-, like in most cases, yeah, I'd be like, sure, coincidence, but you're forgetting the creator loved classic rock. Yeah. In fact, just now on my Discord server, we were talking about JoJo, big surprise. And someone says, JoJo is literally just Hirohiko Araki looking at his record collection and trying <laughs> to figure out how he can make a character, superpower, or both out of random titles. Yeah. And a lot of it's from. From the 70s if there's like a musical 70s parallel to something in jojo it's probably not a coincidence it's probably for real uh that's the biggest pause we took in the middle of an email let's get to the second <laughs> question in it 
Thanks for writing. I don't no, remember. No, no, no. We, we, We're not even done with their, their <laughs> Oh, email. my God. He has okay. two more points. Uh, second is, if we still don't have part five by the end of Stardust, nice optimism, would you consider covering Dead Man's Questions as it will give Miles and Jackie some more context on part four ghosts? What? Uh, the two of you should ignore that. Okay. Um, ghosts. <laughs> yeah, you know ghosts. Ghost dads. Um, no, not just ghost dads. Um yeah, I would I would love to read uh, some manga one-offs. We started to? Or like, Jack, I think Jackie and I entertained it. We like picked up Rohan at the Louvre and we were like... Oh, I have that book sitting in my booth. I have like the beautiful hardcover. Yep. So nice. Yeah, I, pick, I think I picked that up at Barnes & Noble. Like I had Time to Kill in New York and I just sat and read the whole thing and then I bought it because I was like, I probably owe Araki and Lucky Land like a lot of money just based on all the comics that I've read over the years. So yeah, I have the hardcover over there, but yeah, Nils to answer your question. Yeah. We don't know how to read. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that. Um, I think once we run out of episodes, we're going to have to come up with something. So yeah, <laughs> we'll just start filming our own episodes. Yeah. <laughs> should just do that. Or we could just switch to like be like a Tom Hanks podcast and just like every episode's a different <laughs> Tom Hanks movie. How long do you, how many months do you think that could take us? <sighs> He's been in a lot of movies. He's older than you think. Okay. He's been in 5,000 movies. I just checked. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. No, I just basically was looking at, like, I, something recently. I think I was rewatching Forrest Gump, and I was like, has anyone done a Tom Hanks podcast? Gen A. <laughs> and we could call it Gen A's Bizarre Podcast. Don't know. We, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that would alienate people on all sides. <laughs> no one would know what the fuck the podcast was supposed to be. Um third this is his third point third would be how polnareff may be the most likable character of part three because of the what? way he blends i love polnareff he's great don't make it seem like that's a weird he's, thing he's okay. lovable because of the way he blends jotaro's stoicism and joseph's jokey nature the same qualities that i feel make josuke my favorite jojo um, I think we're on the same wave wavelength. I really else. like Josuke too. I guess I like Pony. I, I we haven't gotten it far enough in a part three. Although I have seen the OVA. I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sold yet. Mm. Uh, Joseph is my favorite JoJo, and uh, uh, Polnareff is super likable. I think I don't know. He he has a good story to him. Uh, yeah. And uh, I don't know. You just want him. You just want him to succeed and be happy. Yeah. He lacks. One of the- Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say he lacks eyebrows, which bothers me. Oh, does he? <laughs> yeah. I've never noticed that. Well. Oh. Yeah, my friend had to glue hers down and try to cover him up when she cosplayed Polnareff because she's very dedicated. Yeah, that's a lot because I feel like most people would ignore that. But <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't notice when people don't have eyebrows. I think eyebrows are very important, so I'm actually shocked that I uh, didn't notice. Wow. <laughs> Now that's another character test. We know what kind of person you are. Do you notice eyebrows or not? Look at Polnareff. <laughs> Turns out, yeah, what, same for David Bowie as Ziggy Stardust. Yeah, you know the story off. behind that. I heard a story, but I don't know if it was true or not about why he did that. I heard it was a rumor. We all, we so say all kinds of fake stuff on this podcast. So yeah, you can just, oh. just say whatever you want. And just make something up. <laughs> yeah. What what I had heard was that it was one of these attempts he had where he was offered like a songwriting gig. It's, yeah, that's what, with Mop the Hoople. Yeah, well... Which he later did write all the young dudes for them. Yes, yeah, and then when he when he didn't get his first attempt, he was like in Florida, or he was somewhere. I thought he was in the United States, but it may have been in England, and he just like 
shaved his eyebrows off out of frustration. Yep, that's what I heard too. So okay. maybe there is some credibility. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember where I read that, but um, it's an interesting <laughs> reason to do that. I can't imagine being frustrated and then grabbing like a razor to shave off my eyebrows. But maybe Paul Nareff had eyebrows until his sister died. Oh. Oh no! <laughs> my heart. <laughs> Sherry is his matha hoople. Uh, that sentence has never been said out loud. Those words have never come together before. <laughs> Uh, Nils says, anyhow, that will do it for now. Your show is a wonderful addition to my life. Wow. Wow. So please oh continue the stellar work and good day from Australia. Best regards, Nils. Nils, thank you. That was very nice. Thank good you. eye. And a good, uh, good, good email. questions. Also, Nils, based on your name, I would have said like Scandinavian. You really yeah. put a twist there with that Australian business. Shrimp on the Barbie. Thanks for that. What if they had a JoJo part that took place in Australia? It would fit. I, I would I would be excited to see that. Um, I mean, where I mean he's covered. He touched Egypt a little bit with I mean Egypt. He touched Africa a little bit with Egypt. He's been through Europe, no, the U.S. Europe is some only of, some of South America. Some yeah, Asia for sure. Well, Asia yeah. for sure. This this arc is just all over it. Um, he needs but, to go to Antarctica, Australia. <laughs> yes, Oceania. He should hang out in. You know Samoa and uh, Fiji. Um, yeah, because Europe, he's, it's really just UK and Italy a lot, right? Like, do they go other places? They're in Switzerland. Oh yeah, in part two. That's true. That's it. Were That's they, enough. Did they go to Germany? Nah, there was no? everything was Germany. There were a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they kind of did. But yeah, and then North America happens, but don't worry about it. It doesn't happen, guys. I was kidding. No, well, no, they were, in, uh, they were in New York. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's all I meant. And they were in Mexico. That's true. I forgot about that. Although that's what? Central America, as we all know. No, well, I was taught Mexico is part of North America <gasps> yeah. in school. I don't remember what I was taught. Maybe I, was, mm-hmm. maybe I never was. Central America is like a region, but it's not a continent. It doesn't have its own. Um, yeah. Oh, it's like Central plate. New Jersey. <laughs> Central New Jersey is a debatable topic. I do believe in its presence, but not everyone does. Hmm. Readers, write in. Yeah, They don't care. Viewers. They don't know, and they don't care. Send us a video uh, <laughs> with your thoughts on Central New Jersey's existence, even if you're from Australia. Um, sorry. Uh, this one is... F- oh, oh, wow. They put the from up top. <laughs> they just want me to say this. From Dudu Oson. Okay. Do do Osen? I don't know. I have written him before probably too many times. Love the part three episodes so far. Excited for all the eps to come considering how long this part lasts. My question for everyone. Do you think people who dress in an insane way or have strange body types go out of their way to get stance? Or do you think stand users just become full of themselves and decide to dress like a crazy anime character? <laughs> Ignoring obvious answers about just directing more focus on designing stand users. I think the clothes and such come second, considering how when Kosaku Kira decided he no longer needed to hide, he gave himself Oreo hair and started wearing a tie <laughs> with sheer heart attack skulls all or over it. Watermelon hair. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, yeah, depending on the on the colorized version you're reading, yeah, it is a little weird that he slicks his hair back and happens to get streaks in it like that. Like that wasn't there before. Do you went crazy with some just for men? Just for Men, Touch of Grey. Yeah, this week's sponsor is Just for Men, by the way. Yeah, Just for Men. I probably need it. <laughs> nah, come on. I got a lot of grey going on. You're all right. Thanks, man. 
Um, I think, I think, I think people do just go crazy. I think when they have a stand, it like really affects your personality. Like when you have the firebird, you think a lot about like flames and Egypt for some reason. Cause I, it's, I think the opposite. I think that you are destined to have a stand. And so your whole life you just dress, uh, the best and then, <laughs> and then you get your stand. Okay. I feel like it's a pretty normal thing in the JoJo universe because, okay, hear me out. In part five, does anyone remember how they had this thing where they were talking about like the Passione gang members and they were saying in order to blend in, they dress in civilian clothes. And look at the characters from part five. Does that look like, oh, wow, ordinary civilian clothes? <laughs> Nothing's right. up here, you know, totally not the mob. Fishnet no way. suspenders, yeah. Fugo with his like Swiss cheese suit, as everyone calls it, a little strawberry <laughs> yeah. tie. <laughs> yeah, I guess Araki is just of the opinion, like he has some sort of weird disorder where he's like, yeah, everyone dresses like this. It's it's perfectly normal. Like he just goes to fashion shows. But I don't think he dresses that weird though. It happens so many times though that they're like, oh, I wonder who the stand user is. And there's like someone who's like wearing one earring and like a belly shirt and like obviously stands out. Yeah. You got to go more well, than that if, though. If go you on. look at part six in um, Green Dolphin Street Prison, it's kind of like, if people are in prison in real life, you know, they're normally just all wearing like a really standard prison uniform. Right. But then you have like Mew Mew. It's like, what are you wearing? Like just garbage bags? What is going on? <laughs> and <laughs> well, I mean, even Jolene's outfit is not like super comfortable. Like I, you know, I cosplayed her and it's like, I don't know if I were in prison, I'd probably just be wearing like sweats. I'd have given up on my life at that point. Yeah. Well, it's also like uh, Jotaro in, in part three. You're like, who, what administrator let you get through the doors with that absurd chain and those gold <laughs> pendants? Like, how did you, like, he customizes his school uniform, which is why he gets it rebuilt in India. Is it India or Egypt where he gets his whole outfit redone? I forget. But um, Well, and then you have Okuyasu and it's just like, what's going on with that? Yeah. Yeah, with just like the huge money symbol. Yeah, I guess, yeah, part mm, four has more of the yeah. weird school clothing. I think that's, yeah. Than part three. Although, have you ever seen the, um, what, what's the Janet Jackson album? Is it Rhythm Nation? I believe it is Rhythm Nation. Kira, have you ever seen the parallels between Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation outfits and Jotaro? What? No. Uh, <laughs> is this new? Look up, um, I don't know how quickly the result would pop up, but if you look up Rhythm Nation, Janet Jackson... You, you just have to type Rhythm Nation in Google Images and you will see, I think. I'm trying it now to verify that we're not It insane. is Rhythm Nation and it's Janet Jackson. The album cover is Janet Jackson cosplaying Jotaro. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's not even from like a JoJo site. One of our listeners was like, you know what he reminds me of? One of our, I'm sorry, one of our guests was like, you know what he reminds me of? And we were like, holy shit. <laughs> So yeah, there's 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 influences all over the place, and I think time wise it lines up. Like it wasn't something that would have come <clears throat> after the uh, comic or anything. I do love the idea of Stan selecting people based on fashion, though. Like if you're if you're dressed too plainly, you're just not destined for it. Yeah. Well, but then somebody could not be a stand user by just being like, "I'm gonna be very ordinary. That's I'm just true. going to live a quiet life." Yeah. <laughs> But he couldn't, he couldn't let go of the skull tie, you know, if he just got like a Paisley design, you know, or like a Paisley Park. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Yeah, actually, never mind. 
if he just got a stripes or a crosshatch or something, you know, and uh, yeah, I mean, well, if you if you're reading the the black and white, then then who knows? But um, Kira, have you seen the uh, the OVAs by the way, the '90s and '00s? Bits and pieces. They were pretty ridiculous. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, I would definitely skip the, the the first half that they put out in like 2000 or 2001. We did we did episodes on all of them. But um the 90s stuff that starts with like Iggy or starts with Duel in the Desert is pretty awesome. Yeah. Really really good. There are certain things in there. The Although D- Dio's voice and those made me laugh cuz it was like yeah, water dog. Yeah, but that's yeah, but that's water. that's how we knew him because <laughs> I I st- I was reading JoJo's in 2006 or so and like for me it's it's the Capcom video game. Um yeah. and then it's it's the OVA. And I I love Dio's voice in those OVAs. I don't know what it is. He's very quiet, he's very subdued. He has this I don't know who the voice actor is. Um, I used to know, but he's got this very laid back style that, that I associated with Dio for a long time. But I, I do think that David Pro Dio is really, really good. Yeah, Koyasu is just like, to me, he like perfectly embodies Dio. I mean, maybe because I, you know, more got into it with the the David Productions anime, but it's just like, he's got that perfect, like seductive, but evil tone, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's the type of thing that we talked about, even though Norio Wakamoto technically has been Dio it's it's not the type of thing that he would really pull off this the whole seductive and more romantic side it doesn't really feel like something that an actor like that would do or um but you never know maybe some of some of these actors might have range I just you know fit them into a box yeah. from the stuff that I've I heard. mean as a voice actor I can confirm that most voice actors have range but um yeah I a lot of time playing All-Star Battle. They changed most of the voices, I'm sure you noticed, from the game to the anime. Yeah. So, for example, it was like, oh, I'm used to Josuke sounding this way. Oh, what what happened? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sad because they're probably going to do that with Jolene, too. And I feel like um, Jolene's just fits so well. And part of the reason why I feel like I'd be a really good English Jolene. Sorry, not to be like Aaron. That's just like one of the, I was, I, I was going to ask you who you'd want to be. And I, really I don't want. need to. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cause I feel like I can kind of match vocally at least what Miyuki Sawashiro did. But I mean, if they change her for the anime, they could make her sound totally different. And I don't know what she's going to sound like. Yeah. Like they could give her a really like scratchy voice or something that I just can't do as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I mean, you know. Yeah, we know for a fact David Productions listens to this podcast, so we'll uh, we'll put in a good word. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to make that happen. <laughs> we have all the connections over there. Um, <laughs> Tell them part five when. <laughs> yeah, I'll just say like at this point, I'm just going to say part five if I, please maybe just like I, that's I don't even need a when at this point. I just want to know a yes or a no. Yeah. Like, is it is it a thing? Have you heard? Do you guys? Think about it. Is it just King Crimson taking forever to figure out? Is it just King Crimson? Yeah. Just admit it. Well, it's funny, too, because I, I meet people who are like, I really want you to get into JoJo. What do you have to do? And I was like, well, the good news is that I've got time because they haven't even announced part five is going to be animated yet. Jolene's in part six. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you you might. Um, yeah, who knows? Who knows what will happen? You know, you, you might um, be too old to fit the part by that point, you know? Maybe your voice will have no. dropped considerably. <laughs> no, I mean, my voice has dropped a little over the years because, you know, 10 years ago, I probably couldn't have done a good Jolene, but 
don't know. I mean, her voice isn't like super high or young sounding, so I got this. Okay. I meant that I'm, I'm being I'm a I'm the type of person who's very pessimistic, so I'm pleasantly surprised. So I'm fully expecting part five to come out in like 2042. <laughs> that's that's my roadmap. Right. But then we'll all be living well, underwater. Part seven. I've I've always wondered because yeah. part seven is so long, are they gonna do like three seasons of part seven or are they gonna try to cover all that in two? Yeah. If they make it that far though, like if it's if it's been a successful enough venture for them, L O L. Uh I, I would hope so. I would hope they would just keep the formula that's been working for them, which is just be as faithful as possible and get every chapter in. Um, I mean, really, for me, all they would have to do is the chapter with uh, Ringo Rodigan, where it's uh, Gyro and him in that little that little house, and he keeps flicking the watch. Yeah, yeah that's that's really the only episode. Oh, no, there's there's a, there's a lot of good moments actually in part seven. Um, anyway, the email continues. Let's see here. Oh, it's a side note. You don't have to read this part out. Cool. Uh, well, I read it before, but it was basically that doo-doo here. I can't believe that's what you made your name. Um, plugged our podcast in a Diamond Records uh, Discord. Um, they have a Discord. That's right. For the JoJo's mobile game uh, Diamond Records that I played about 30 seconds of. Um, so yeah, I played the previous one a lot. Stardust Shooters. Yeah, I actually like. I still have it on my phone, and I would get so frustrated because I'm like, I can't summon David Bowie. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that far. I just had like so many zombies, and then like one like rainbowy Josuke, and yeah, because I had to like I had to VPN in and like make a fake Japanese email. That now Google is like, hey, fake Japanese name. Like, are you sure? And I'm like, I don't remember this account anymore. But from what I played of it, it was fun. It was just there's a lot of text, and that's not good for me. Speaking of pitching out the podcast, my wife recommended this podcast to the cashier at Blaze Pizza yesterday. Sweet. So that's <laughs> one more listener. How did they know that that the Blaze Pizza cashier? I don't. Re- I don't remember. Maybe they were wearing um, a giant chain and a yeah. hat that blended into their hair. Did they have like a, a like a Aztec looking stand in the background, furiously making pizza? <laughs> yeah, just heating it up using fire. Okay, good. <laughs> I I plugged this podcast at a Smash Brothers tournament that I was uh, supporting my friend at. Um, I was just sitting watching my friend, and then the the like st- the setup next to him. They were like, Mr. Joestar over here. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Mr. Joestar? And Mr. Joestar. And this guy sits down. And I'm like, excuse me. Is that a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure uh, reference? He's like, yeah. And I was like, you should listen to our podcast. Let me tell you all about it. He probably did not listen to our podcast. We should record. Like, Who is this woman? <laughs> we should record CDs of this podcast, and I can hand them out on the streets of New York. <laughs> Just saying, hey, sir, check do you out like my an- mixtape. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. Sir, do you like anime? Excuse me, sir, do you like anime? <laughs> How about podcasts? Wait, where are you going? Well, uh, I saw um, when I was doing my Pokemon Go hunting and stuff, I saw a lure had been placed on a Pokestop by someone with the name Holly Cujo. And I was like, <gasps> there's a Jojo in this area. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's crazy. Because that's not even like an obvious one. Yeah, and I was just really hoping. I was like, I really want to meet another JoJo fan who's in because I don't really meet a lot of JoJo fans in person, like unless it's I'm at hard, a convention yeah. or something. So I always just wish that one day someone would just like notice my tattoo when I'm like at the gym or something and be like, 
is that a Joe Star birthmark? And then I can be like, <laughs> yes, let's talk about JoJo's bizarre adventure. Yeah, that's like that's the dead giveaway one. Yeah, I and like I feel like, yeah, that's like it's like a, I don't know what you call it, like a like a calling card to like JoJo's fans. Like they should. Like, you'll know they're a real JoJo's fan because it's just, like, something you recognize right away. Like, you wouldn't go, oh, that's just a star tattoo, you know? You wouldn't go, that person yeah. just has a star. You go, like, wait a minute. And you would you would have to have the guts to walk up to someone and say, do you like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Even if you look like a complete crazy person because they don't know what you're talking about and it's a coincidence. <laughs> Should we get matching tattoos for the podcast? Yeah, but I, I just want to get the Dio birthmark where it's just, like, three little dots on my mm. left ear lobe. Okay. Oh, but yeah. That's what I want to My get. friend cosplays as Dio and has that. And then I have another friend who got the Joe Star birthmark, but as a black star so that it could double as a Bowie reference. See, I have a black star as well in honor of Bowie, but that one's oh. on my wrist. Ah, okay. Yeah, Black Star was a good album. It felt too short, but that's part of its themes. And yeah, mm-hmm. they're about to like open. I don't know how I feel about this, but they're going to like open the vault soon and release like a bunch of David Bowie stuff. And I'm conflicted because part of me doesn't like that because it's like he's not around to quality control and maybe it was in the vault for a reason. But then I'm also like, oh, this is cool. There's going to be all this Bowie stuff that we never heard before. Do you, How do you yeah. feel about that, Kira? I just, the more Bowie, the better. I just want everything Bowie. I love him so much and he's so important to me. Mm-hmm. I think this is the, the, the Bowie pod. I think we've talked about Bowie more than anything well i mean we've talked about jojo more but of of other artists and stuff this is the podcast where we talk about bowie the most well this is the first time i've talked to somebody that likes david bowie as much as i do that's true our other guests are like about other stuff like miles is that's what happens when you have me on your podcast it's like (laughs) i'm gonna and what's really bad is like a lot of times i'm on podcasts and people like want to talk about like voice acting stuff which is cool like that's why they have me on their podcast whatever but i always somehow manage to turn the conversation into jojo's even without meaning to because they'll mention something you know something benign and i'll just be like you know that reminds me of this one time in Mm -hmm. jojo's bizarre adventure they're like oh there we go (laughs) like even my friends it's terrible they have bets like well how long until kira turns this into a jojo reference <laughs> yeah i do love that meme so much of is that a, a jojo's reference um because <laughs> yes sometimes like i i do understand the appeal to throwing it out there when it isn't anything like there's a turtle you know like a turtle is important i saw okay no real talk so um my roommate and i were walking around outside our favorite coffee shop today and somebody had a pet turtle just loose in their yard like <laughs> just a pet turtle and I went, oh, it's Coco Jumbo. And my roommate's, what are you talking about? And I had to explain. Yeah, the concept of Coco Jumbo, I'm not going to, I don't want to spoil it for Jackie and Miles, but it is a weird one. Yeah, that's why That's why I just said Coco Jumbo. But I also said another thing. And my roommate's like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, JoJo's requires a lot of explaining that makes you sound really weird. And you have to just give somebody a sample and be like, now, next time you hear me reference something, understand that it, it is this weird I'm not this bad at explaining things like JoJo's is this abstract and strange. Um, so Nils, thank you for writing. Thanks Appreciate Nils. That. Oh no, this isn't Nils. We already, we already I mean, thanked no, Nils. that was Dudu. Never mind. Forget Nils. Uh, thanks Dudu Osun. Thanks Dudu Osun. <laughs> I, I don't know why you would do that. Uh, this is actually a pretty, um, on point or on topic. I don't know what phrase I'm really searching for, but whatever email from, uh, Jaren. Uh, that is hey, Jaren. titled Jojo Voice Actors. Oh. 
<laughs> um, it, this is a really funny start, though. Hey, guys, your voice actor conversation in the last episode got me thinking. We talked about voice actor? Oh, we were talking about the actors in... Oh, okay. Got Jackie, it. do you even got listen it. to this podcast? I forgot what we talked about last week. <laughs> I, I happened to be watching Food Wars, and one of the characters is voiced by Dio's voice actor, and the whole time I couldn't stop imagining how much better the show would be if that show just had actual Dio in it. <laughs> so my question is... Which JoJo character would you most like to see in another anime done by their voice actor or vice versa if the actor has a character that would fit in JoJo more than their actual character? Whoa. Mm. Oh, well, I was going to say um, my best friend is a huge One Piece fan and Mm. um, Dio's actor voices a character named Aokiji in One Piece and he does like the, the character songs like singing in character and so my friend sent me he's like here listen to Aokiji sing the song and I was like I'm just listening to Dio singing what is going on I I need to find the clip so that you guys can hear it because I was like it's Dio singing this is amazing it's been a while since I heard well I mean I guess we we do are hearing Dio's voice now yeah I can remember what it sounds like because I was thinking we we haven't really gotten into we're still in like shadow Dio territory now Mm -hmm. um, because we're re-watching the pod uh, re-watching the anime from a few years ago when we watched it but i feel like i would recognize his voice um as oh, far yeah. as jaren's question though characters from jojo's that i would like to see in other shows or at least to like to hear their their voice actor in let me see here uh, i'm thinking should... of an anime first and then i'm gonna think of a jojo's character that could match it i think tony trusardi should be a guest judge on top chef oh so you're or going live yeah, I don't want to talk about food wars. <laughs> yeah, any cooking show would be it because they'd be like, "Well, the presentation isn't good," but then they would eat it and their shoulder would explode or something. <laughs> and they'd be like, "Oh my god!" I just my... want more Tony Trusardi content. There, yeah, there really should be a lot more. He oh. should get his own one shot. I need to. I need to plug my best friend's cosplay page. Um, I'll link it real quick because. Yeah, he actually, he's a real chef, and he even made, like, the little pearl jams <gasps> and stuff, and he made an actual plate of spaghetti Ooh. for ALA and AX, so, all, of course, all the Joskis come up, and they're like, um, can I punch your spaghetti? Can I fix that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, here, he's got a mess, or he's got a thing from it in his cover photo, so, yeah. I'm gonna look at this. I think this is, I think on your feed, you've tweeted or retweeted this account, Yes, I posted his Guilty Gear cosplay because my best friend is awesome. <laughs> oh, did he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. He did Soul, right? Yep. Soul bag. Yeah, that was a good one. The wig is really on point in that. That's how I feel. Speaking of, of Guilty Gear, because that's another thing I really like, I always feel like Daisuke Shibatari, who's the creator of Guilty Gear, mm-hmm. I feel like if he met a Rocky, they would get along really well because they could just talk about classic rock bands. Yeah, they're two. Yeah, they do the exact same thing. And. What I like about uh, Ishiwatari is that he does a lot of like really heavy stuff too. As someone who's into metal, it's like super cool to see like a character named Testament, you know, and like Gamma Ray and Iron Maiden and stuff. It's like, wow, this is really heavy stuff. Um, and I'm more into like the prog side of things and this and that. So I can totally appreciate like the Jojo, but you know, I love both. Um, I love all the Queen references and especially Guns N' Roses because that's another one of my favorite bands. But I know that at least obviously he's aware of JoJo's because there's a couple references with um, Soul Bad Guy. Like one of his punches, he's like, ura, ura. And then one of his win quotes, he goes, yada, yada, does it. So. Oh, does he? I feel like mm-hmm. I, I really missed out on a lot of Guilty Year 
recently because I tend to listen to podcasts while I play and I forgot how. Ah. Yeah, Guilty Gear is extremely voice rich and they have in the latest one. Oh, and Dio one, is in that too. Dio is uh, uh, Zato. Really? Mm-hmm. How did I miss that? And you can, it, you have to buy it, but you can set him as like your game announcer voice. That's what I was so going to say. Like, or what? It's like it's very like Dio voice. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's Dio. <laughs> yeah, they have, that's the thing that's interesting is they made them like not just do their characters, but also like they all had to record the same thing of like round one, choose your character, round two, victory, mm-hmm. destroyed, all that stuff. Um, which is really interesting. I they, feel like it's worth the money just to have Dio as your game announcer. <laughs> for him, you have to spend money because a lot of them you can get with the in-game stuff. I think I've unlocked a bunch of them. Like I have oh, Faust and like Faust is super weird to hear because uh, Faust is just weird in general. I just hate fighting against Faust. I don't know. I'm I'm a Dizzy main and yeah. Dizzy's tough, but right yeah, Faust away. is really good, especially in this version in, in Exard. Faust is, um, yeah, that reach is is no joke. Um, and yeah, Dragon Ball too. Also, same makers. You can also get like if you wanted Frieza to do all your menus, you can do that too. Ooh, yeah. Finally, a a property that Miles recognizes. It's true. Yeah, I was just about to say since like we were talking about that, we're like we don't really watch a lot of anime anymore. I was like, what JoJo character would work in Seinfeld? Um, <laughs> oh, okay. This is this is my territory. I got to think about this now. That's you know part people say. I think jo- I think Jotaro. Jotaro in Seinfeld? He would just be like, yada yada about everything. He would yeah, just kill everyone. Yeah, he would be everyone. like the Jerry of the group where he's just like, I'm surrounded by all these weird people. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. I feel like Kira would just, I, I would love to see Kira in any situation that George Costanza was in because he would solve it yeah. somewhat differently. <laughs> somewhat differently. <laughs> or imagine like he was, like he moves into Jerry's building and he's just trying to live his normal quiet life. But then because of all the weird <laughs> things that happen surrounding Jerry's group of friends, he just continually gets caught. Yeah. Or just, they just talk about him to like, he's a hand lover. He's like, we have a hand lover living downstairs. <laughs> hand lover. No, remember, remember the, the episode with Jerry's girlfriend where she, he's like, Oh, I think I'm going to break up with her. She has man hands. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Is, oh, would Kira, Kira take man hands or not? I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I I know that he likes ladies' hands, but if they're more masculine, is that a deal breaker, or is that then like maybe she could g- avoid him that way? Because he'd be like, like he'd target her, and then he'd realize that she has man hands, and be like, oh, never mind. Yeah, I feel like he'd just kill her and then discard the hands. <laughs> he didn't take that close a look. He's like, oh, these. Eh. Whatever. I'll molest a sandwich with a different pair of hands. Forget it. The man hands oh no, now this one's ruined. I have to put it back. Imagine being that unlucky customer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just some corpse's hand was in your whatever what was it called? Saint something? Saint Germain? Oh Saint, Saint Gentleman's, I think. Saint Gentleman's. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, that sandwich shop. Hilarious. My name. friend actually made the bag. Ah, oh, it's a cool bag. I don't know. I liked it. Fine. Whatever, guys. <laughs> Miles, I, I don't disagree or agree because I don't remember it, but uh, it would be a cool thing to have. I just remember, I remember it being stylish. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we never ans- I I can't think of an answer to that question, mm-hmm. so I'm going to give up and not answer it. Uh, I you can think of an answer. It's okay. Okay. Thanks for that. Great. What JoJo character would work best in King of the Hill? King of the Hill? Which one would work best? Gross dad. Gross dad, a.k.a. Uh, the Nijimura dad. 
Oh. Yeah, he would just stand out there and drink beer with the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't understand the fast-talking guy, so you can't understand gross dad either, Mr. Nijimura. He would just make these horrible sounds, and yeah. Aww. That's perfect. Now I really want to Photoshop that, just add like a, a fifth guy. And he's just shorter than the rest of them? Yeah. Um... Yeah, Jackie, well, you're a big Sailor Moon fan. Yeah, I was thinking of maybe putting somebody in Cowboy Bebop, but I was like, who? Iggy? I guess Iggy. Yeah, but yeah Iggy would work great in Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Oh, could be friends with Ayn. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they would get along. Yeah, I feel like they're, they're opposite uh, personalities. I think Lisa Iggy Lisa would, would fit. Like, so what's your stand? <laughs> I think Lisa Lisa would fit right in, in Sailor Moon. Yeah. I think she oh, would. Oh, Sailor Moon? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Or Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> yeah. Um, the email continues. Also, on the other anime topic. Miki Taka could be in like one of those oh, like yeah. animes about like space boys and stuff. Yeah, what are know, those my friend, ones? My friend who's like an amazing um, JoJo cosplayer, um, her at is Silence Drowns. You guys should all follow I her on Twitter if you're a JoJo fan. I think I follow her. Yeah, I, sorry, um, at Silence Drowns. So she's really obsessed with Legend of the Galactic Heroes, mm-hmm. and I feel like Miki Taka, like from what I know about that, would fit in that. <laughs> yeah, I think I know. That's like that's a really homoerotic one, right? It's a lot of like interpersonal male relationships, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, for sure. That's that. I've seen people talk about that one. Um. Okay. Also, on the other anime topic, are any of you guys watching any spring anime? Uh, no. What does this mean? <laughs> if you haven't and want recommendations... I do. My Hero Academia and Steins Gate are both great, and Food Wars has a real JoJo's feel this season. For new stuff that you don't have to do any catching up on, Megalo Box and Golden Kamui are pretty solid as well. Keep it up, and I hope you have some more live streams in the future. Uh, I think, is Megalo Box the boxing one? Why are you looking at me? Because uh, I was gonna, you like sports, and I was gonna be like, "Hey, this one." <laughs> yeah, I think I saw it on ESPN. <laughs> Mega, you saw uh, the boxing anime. That's right. They had some highlights from it. Did you see uh, Ashton Ojo on ESPN Classic? Uh huh. Cool. <laughs> People say that I Shield Twenty One is a really, really good comic, and it's it's about football, like association football or American football. I don't know what those words mean. American. <laughs> I don't know what, uh, where okay. America is. <laughs> Uh, Kira, are you watching any anime right now? Too busy? Um, yeah, I haven't watched any new ones in a while. I want to check out My Hero Academia because I know a lot of JoJo fans like it and I keep hearing good things. Yeah, that's that's one that I would... I followed people on Twitter for a lot of JoJo stuff and then like, unfortunately, you know, a lot of JoJo, you know, fanaticism has kind of faded since there hasn't been like a current anime and yeah, that My Hero Academia has definitely been one that I've seen uh, come up in a, in a lot of feeds. I feel like our friend Tim is just screaming if he's listening to this. <laughs> I feel like it's just like yelling out suggestions yeah. or mentioning the ones that, that, that we, uh, you know, that they told us about when we were in Boston, that kind of thing. I watched Kakigurui on Netflix, but um, that was kind of shameless plug because I played one of the characters in the uh, English version. So, Okay. Here, I have a, I have a question for you here because that, that does it for Correspondence Corner. But we can stay here. Should we? No, no, no. No, we'll stay in correspondence. Okay, you, cool. You don't have to walk us out, Miles, but thank you. Um, but Kira, so I was going to ask, like, before we recorded, um, what character in JoJo, if you could do a voice for, which would it be? 
But I, I think that's like super obvious yeah. for anyone who follows me on social media or if you've seen my cosplays. Although, actually, I finally did cosplay a different character from JoJo. I did Lucy Steele for ALA. So Lucy Steele, that is a character I feel weird about with some of her plot lines. There's a lot of uncomfortable stuff involving yeah. Lucy's story. Um, I actually did like a comic dub thing with somebody and some of those lines, oh, cool. I was like, oof, that's uncomfortable. Yeah, for Jackie and Miles, not a big spoiler. Lucy Steele's 15. Mm. And yeah, involved in some romantic situations where you're like, wait, what? No. Um, but would you, would Lucy Steele be, I was going to ask, who would your second pick be then? She would be my second pick. Lucy, okay. Yeah. That's cool. So I almost asked this earlier because we had someone from Australia, but we always end up imitating other people's accents horribly on this podcast. And I was curious about whether there is an Alaska accent. No, um, it's actually like, I know everyone thinks we talk like Sarah Palin or something, but um, I didn't want to mention Sarah Palin. It's actually really neutral American, like West Coast. Um, I mean, I live in California now. I've been living in California for about seven years now, but... It's pretty much the same. Like, I know, for example, people on the East Coast, at least there's like that stereotype of, you know, the New York accent or whatever. But I feel like, you know, California, Oregon, Washington, Alaska, it's all just kind of the general, like, what they call it, newsreader accent. Right. <laughs> I do, general American. I guess sometimes yeah. I sound very California, like I say hella and stuff like that. But <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, there's definitely that SoCal act, like, or surfer, like, vibe that we get from California sometimes. Like, that kind of stereotype. Type. All I know is the yeah. SNL skit. Yeah, the, the Californians. SNL skit. The, the Californians. Taking the 405. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I had to take the 405 to the 101, and it was such a pain. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> like vocal fry and also a mm. question at the end yeah. of the statement. Which uh, is also Tumblr, if you get down to it. It's like, ending everything in a question? I'm literally screaming right now? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for yeah, we live right outside New York and grew up in New Jersey. And to me, I always thought of the news broadcaster voice as being an East Coast thing, like a general American mid-Atlantic voice thing. But uh, when you look at what people... Atlantic, I think of, I can't do the accent very well, but something that's like old Hollywood, like not quite British, but it's almost with the, the vibe. But I guess there's also the really old like newscaster thing. It's like, yeah. well, down here... You know, like yeah, know. the sportscaster one. <laughs> yeah, you were doing no, kind of like Audrey Hepburn, like Stephen Steele, with that kind of accent, like the old timey like radio broadcaster voice. And I'm kind of like thinking about that, and I'm like, that might work. <laughs> yeah, I, I when it comes to yeah, I'm just thinking of like Howard Cosell, but I don't know where he's from or what that's supposed to be. I don't that's, know where he's from either. He's Howard Cosell's the he's one. He's from the past. He's from well. He's the one that's like, he's like, what, look what we have here. Like that kind of voice. Yeah. He's like the old champion. Continental. Continental? Yeah, that sort of accent with like the broad Oz. Oh. I don't know. Someone's a linguist. Kind of nasal. Like I, there was a video on it. It was called like, why do people in old movies talk funny or something? Oh, I want to see that. That's actually, (laughs) that's a question. I've I've never been able to put it into words. There was a lot of lead in the water. Is is why. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, so Mark has forced us to watch forced all of these in Japanese, like versus the dub. And we know that like you've worked uh, like in English translations. Can you sell us on 
dubs specifically mark <laughs> well well here's the thing i think it's like totally valid however you want to watch your media like for me it's like i've got to watch like stuff like jojo in japanese because i'm just like really used to those voices and stuff especially because i've you know i've been a jojo fan for a, i guess a fairly long time i mean i'm not as haven't been around as long as some of the really old school fans but you know um i think a lot of things come down to a matter of personal preference. And my big thing is I don't care how people want to, you know, like, I mean, I'm a little bit salty because a lot of people are playing my street fighter character in Japanese mm. voice. And I'm like, Oh, but I mean, I, I understand like there's certain games that I put in Japanese too. And my main thing is like, watch ha- whatever you want, play whatever you want. Just don't be like a dick to the actors who are doing their jobs. Yeah. Cause I get people like when Nier Automata came out, people are like, "Oh, you ruined my waifu." Uh, 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 and it's Jeez. rude. These are people who don't know how to toggle uh, <laughs> voices or, or whatever. Or I like, mean, talk to humans. Right. It's like, well, there's that option. Like, if you don't like my take on the character, you can switch the language. Like, you don't have to tweet at me saying those things. Yeah, there's that. You definitely just you can have those thoughts, but just write them on a piece of paper right. or something. You know, just have a have a diary and just. Tell, your, tell yourself how you feel. <laughs> the lesson, as always, is don't tweet. Yeah, but they're like I, I, I grew up loving the Cowboy Bebop dub. It's a good one. Um, I, I, as someone who, yeah, I don't watch dubs. By the way, I also have to say that. Uh, do you know Matthew Mercer at all? I don't know if you know him on a personal level or anything. Not really on a personal level, but we've met a few times. He's always been very cool. We sometimes make Joe jokes. Yeah, he's so he's Joe, Joe jokes. I love it. He's uh, <laughs> he's Joe Toto, and he uh, he kills it. Like I I think that like um, I haven't like sat down and like watched all of the um, Adult Swim, you know, episodes that are coming out with the full English dub. But I, he does a really good job. Um, and I feel like I noticed him in something else, some game that I'm t- totally lost on. But I will tell you that I've been watching a lot of Falca. Um, it's Falco, right? There's you pronounce the e. Um, you're supposed to in German, but I think they went with a more like Americanized pronunciation for the Falk. game. Yeah. Falk so, wits. Kira's character in Street Fighter V just came out as DLC and it's Falka. I'm just going to say Falka. I don't care what people think. I appreciate it as a <laughs> German speaker. Yeah. Miles knows German. And, um, nice. I, I had to learn a little bit for the game. That was pretty ooh. fun. Psycho Schneider. Yeah. Um, well, and her like some of her taunts and wind quotes and stuff are just like tradition or standard German greetings. So. Oh, really? And she like counts in German for one of the combos and nice. stuff. Yeah. Um, second, I want to say no. Third German Street Fighter after Rolento and Hugo. Uh, Hugo's German. Hugo is German. I yeah. thought it was Russian. He counts in eins. Well, you're thinking of Zangief, maybe. Uh, yeah, I used to mean Zangief. Yeah. Oh, I, I main Zangief, but in Third Strike it was Hugo because there was no Zangief, and I grew to love him. I thought Hugo was like your fave. Hugo has become my favorite, but that's because Third Strike is my favorite. Mm. But in every other game, it's like I've played way more versions of Zangief than I have of Hugo. You know. Yeah. Um, Kira, do you play your own character in Street Fighter? Uh huh. I of course. It was like my biggest dream in life to be a playable character in a major fighting game. So. Wow. Awesome. What I was going to say is that I've been watching a lot of Falca content and it's all been in English. So Really? Cuz nice. I've kind of had the opposite experience today at the ones that I was looking at, but Right. Um yeah, like just some of the combo videos or people doing like stream highlights that kind of thing. I mean, cuz there's this some people used to subscribe to this philosophy and because of Third Strike I, I kind of do a little bit more cuz Third Strike is when they 
finally were like, let's hire some Western voice actors for Western characters. And like the voices for Urien and Alex back then are just like amazing. And they were all Canadian apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. The- and some of them were X-Men voice actors, I think like the X-Men cartoon. I loved Dudley because good to trash. It's yeah. like the oh, best Dudley's ever. And second impact Dudley. Cause Dudley had two voice actors. The Dudley from the early uh, street fighter three series is also really good. Very different take much lower down here. Um, but really good as well um but yeah street fighter 3 has some amazing voice acting but some people are kind of like you know what if they're not a japanese character then i put them in english you know what i mean that kind of thing yeah i've Um, seen some people do that and i think that's kind of cool it's like a tekken thing too where it's like mm -hmm. well we'll have the characters who are from japan in japanese and then Mm -hmm. you know stuff like that but it's like well there's not like a german dub of (laughs) street fighter so it's like i don't know but i know some people too, who switch all the gate like I know some of the pro players will switch all the game voices to Japanese but then they'll have like one or two that they like I know there was one pro player and I was like kind of sad because he's like oh I yeah I'm gonna put her in Japanese and I was just like sad face but then he's like yeah but I kind of do that with all of them except for like Colin because she has a sexy Russian accent <laughs> like, okay <laughs> Look, I used fair. to do that like in some of the early days of like Street Fighter 4 I just switched Balrog to English because I could never get enough of my fight money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like the best meme. Some of those are great. And yeah, Balrog in general is great in that. Or I might be thinking of Balrog in 5. But yeah, there there are some that are... Uh, I think Abel loses and goes, my body! Hmm. Which uh, yes, in Japanese kind of works. Just karadaga. But in English, yeah. it feels like a weird thing to yell. <laughs> like... Some of those that just don't translate well, yeah. you know, I've had that too as an actress where there's certain things and I'm looking at the line. And I'm like, really? And I'm like, well, that's what they say in Japanese because I know enough to know what they're saying. But why do you do you get to get do you get to give any input? Does it depend on the director or are you always like, this is what's written and this is what they need me to do? Usually the only times where we have any sort of say in something like that is if they're like, okay, this line is really awkward. And so sometimes the director has enough leeway where they get to rewrite it a little. A lot of times where we have to be pretty married to what's on the page because the script has to go through several layers of approval with like the clients and people in the localization team and stuff. Um, But the time where, you know, maybe the director can kind of change words or if we're really lucky and have a good relationship with them, maybe we can make a suggestion is if it doesn't fit the mouth, you know, if it doesn't Mm. fit the timing on screen, because then you have to make it fit. So well, that's interesting. It's a nice opportunity. So you've mentioned that, like, um, being a character in a fighting game is your big dream. So you've accomplished your big dream in life. Do you have a new big dream now? Um, can, can I be Jolene Cujo? Like that's, <laughs> I just really want that. <laughs> um, and then if I have to pick something else, that's not like a specific character. Then I want to play a character who is inspired by David Bowie or based off David Bowie. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I'm trying to think the only like good David Bowie representation, like big thing that I can think of is Venture Brothers. Do you know? Yes. The, mm-hmm. Like the episode that starts with like the, all the dialogue is just space oddity. Yeah. Where they just go back and forth with that. Like, that's that's one we're thinking of. Where he's just a character. Like, it's David Bowie. Mm-hmm. I just know that. Yeah, uh, and they actually, like, the person who did the voice did a really good impression. 
Yeah, this was before I liked David Bowie, so I was just kind of like, this is boring. (laughs) But now I would be like, oh, interesting. Now you know everything about David Bowie. Yeah, I've watched all of the awkward interview clips where he is um, either high or does not like the interviewer or uh, schools MTV on uh, their music choice, which is a pretty awesome clip. That one. He was like Conan O'Brien a bunch too, right? Was he? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Well... I think you made it up, too. I think you're a liar. It's because you sleep so early. It's true. Not at all a night owl. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and, and Bowie went through some phases himself, and he would use different accents, too. Like, he would use an exaggerated Cockney accent on certain songs, like uh, on Scary Monsters, the title track. That's not his real accent, but he plays it up for that. He's a guy who had incredible range, just on a tonal mm-hmm. level. Um, yeah, I always tell people if you want proof of David's amazing range, listen to the song Sweet Thing off Diamond Dogs because mm-hmm. he goes all over the place in it. Oh, I was going to say um, Wild is the Wind on Station oh, to Station. Oh, yes. Of that one is just nuts. But you're right, you're right. Sweet Thing is also. Yeah, I really like Diamond Dogs. Like, Me that's too. kind of an overlooked I, I actually album. cosplayed his persona from that with that eye patch and everything. One Eyed Jack? Ooh. Mm-hmm. What would David Bowie stand for? Ha- I Halloween. was just going to ask that Halloween question. <laughs> I was just going to ask that same Halloween question. Um, mm-hmm. That's hard because he's had so many different personas and he's mm-hmm. just so like amazing. Oh, I know. His stand would be called Changes. Mm. Uh, he has like a meta stand like a uh, poochie, that kind of thing. <laughs> it's like a yeah. ditto. <laughs> it's a ditto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every stand has the same awkward face of just two dots and a curved line. <laughs> um, yeah, I think David Bowie stand would be like a kind of noseless cat, kind of like humanoid cat that could make bombs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Looks like a Mewtwo. Yeah. Actually, I named my Mewtwo Killer Queen when I finally caught one in Pokemon Go. Nice. There you go. I'm jealous. <laughs> uh, actually, Kira, I have a question for you. This is less uh, industry kind of talk. Is... Um, Oh, shit, we can't really talk about Requiem stands. I was just going to ask if uh, Bites the Dust is like Killer Queen Requiem or not, or if that was the beginning of Araki coming up with that idea. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could kind of see that now that you mention it. Well, all right, easy, done. Done with that topic. Uh, what? <laughs> so I read that you got your start in like new groundsy stuff. Would you have been in anything that like teens of that like because we were teens when yeah, you danced with the thing. But it's, I just feel like it's going to be like, okay, cringe time, you know? Yeah. But a lot of people still remember me for better or for worse as that girl who made brawl taunts. Brawl taunts? I don't know what that is. Taunts. Don't, don't. Okay, don't. okay, don't. We won't, we won't, we won't. <laughs> we don't know, but um, <laughs> it was just these like really cringy Smash Brothers parodies that okay. I had... Well, I had written them, and my friend, who's also a voice actor and professional animator now, did the animation for, and it was uh, it was something. But is that sort of you how know, you broke out and got noticed? Yeah. I mean, Newgrounds was known for its toilet humor in the day. What can you do? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, metal. I did Metal Gear Awesome, like Girl Chan in Paradise. Oh, okay. Um, I, d- I did like a bunch of stuff way back then because... There just weren't a lot of like voice actresses on Newgrounds at the time. Now the market is so oversaturated. So I honestly feel kind of bad for people getting into online voice acting now because it's like good luck. There's like Mm. thousands of people doing it. But but hey, you got in there first, so just celebrate that. (laughs) That's how I feel about people uh, learning programming at boot camps now. (laughs) 
It's like there's so many people trying to do it. Everyone else, give up on your dream. Yeah. You heard it here first. You're never going to make it. (laughs) Work, Work at a mall like I do. It's fine. People will be mean to you, and then you just punch out and go home. It's fine. No one cares. This has been Mall Talk. Mall Talk, because we live in New Jersey. This has been Crush Your Dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Crush Your Dreams, stomp on them. No, we're just kidding. Look, Kira's a Street Fighter character. How many of us in this room can say that? Uh, I'm looking around at the room, Mm -hmm. and it's filled with (laughs) muscular men. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Not to lie, but we do have... I was going to say, we have Bruce Cohen here who did some Street Fighter 3 voice, voices, but what? one of the, I'm joking, but <laughs> one of the guys from Street Fighter 3 passed away, and I, I hope mm. it's not Bruce Cohen, so Aww. it may have been the voice of Gil or, yeah. Some of those voice actors are amazing, and uh, as usual, I brought everything down in the room. Sorry about that. What Street Fighter character would be in JoJo's? Well, actually... Well. I'm, I'm going to in my well actually. I was going to say, you just um, well actually. Hashtag well actually. Yes. <laughs> there are three Street Fighter characters who are based mm-hmm. off JoJo characters, like pretty explicitly. Yep. I mean, the most, the biggest ripoff one I have to say is is uh, Rose. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. Just... Ro- uh, Rose is just Lisa Lisa. Think about Guile for a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then <laughs> everyone's saying that Jury was based off Jolene, and yeah. what's funny is I cosplayed Jury like ten years ago, and oh my god, it's I, been that long. Well, no, actually, no, it wasn't ten. It was like uh, eight years ago. Still, yeah. and yeah, and people were like, you know, she's based off this character from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and I was like, what's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Sounds like some like kids show, you know, yeah. about like <laughs> circuses or you know, I don't know. And wow, was I wrong? And if I had only known into the future yeah but you're yeah. you're luckier now to get into it when the anime was out because when you just read it as a comic you're back then it felt like they're never going to make an anime out of it like we just thought that yeah, Araki didn't want an anime to happen so we were just like whatever we'll just read this comic book and try not to sound like snobs when people talk to us about anime because <laughs> we're bitter <laughs> that they won't animate this comic okay but, so when and now we're kind of experiencing that with part five lol but hmm. um no when Falk's design was first released and people were making memes comparing her to Jolene. It was making me so excited. And but I couldn't talk about it. You know, I couldn't talk about it until she was like out and stuff. And so it was like killing me because I seeing all these like, oh wow, they put Jolene in Street Fighter, and it's like, <laughs> I want to retweet this. I want to. I, I want to favor this, but I can't do anything that would possibly draw suspicion. They didn't. They didn't <laughs> even let you anu- announce that you were a voice actor until they did the reveal trailer. Nope, that's actually very common for video games. It was the same thing for, like, near for, like, anything, like, until the game is out. In very rare cases, sometimes if there's, like, a gameplay video of your character or something that comes out, you can, like, say something then. But I always ask to be sure if the game's not out yet, because usually, usually you can't. And a lot of people don't realize that about voice actors. Like, yeah, we have to, like, keep a lot of secrets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's I have the cool biggest stuff that secret you're keeping now right now? Talk about. Well, that's the problem. Can you it's just like tell I us? Have, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I want to keep my job. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, that has to be frustrating. I mean, especially because it, it's not often. I don't know. I, it's probably not going to give a lot away. I don't know. Maybe it's just um, for people who are huge yeah. fans of voice actors, they want them to be surprised. Well, no, I don't think it's that. I think it's a lot about, um, you know, companies want to control how and when information is released about their IP. And also, 
if voice actors, because once in a while we are allowed to announce before something is actually out, but, you know, in some cases people could inadvertently give away, like, spoilers or, yeah. you know. Mm. They're going to bait you. Yeah, they're going to just, like, hint at things and, you know, you might accidentally confirm something. Yeah, mm. that kind of thing. Yeah, and it could be something totally that, you know, you think it's something totally innocent and something could be a spoiler, you know. Yeah, so it's probably just best practice that everyone kind of signs the NDA and doesn't talk about it until they can talk about it. But It's just um, hard when it's really long. Like, the big secret I have now, I've been sitting on for a year at this point, and it's going to be even more time until it can. So I'm just like, ah! But I got Street Fighter, so I'm, like, pretty happy with, you know, I'm just talking about that a lot right now. Yeah, when I was trying to communicate with you or coordinate with you this week or maybe last week, I was talking to you, and then your like Twitter handle changed to something about Falca, and I was like, "Wait, what?" And I looked it up on like there's like a Street Fighter fan wiki, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like that voice actor, I was like, "Is that why you've been busy?" I was like, "This makes sense." <laughs> That's great though. That must be nice though to be able to surprise people with that kind of thing too. To also be like, "Look, I'm in Street Fighter," you yeah. know. Instead of yeah, just everyone knowing. Yeah, I hope so. I don't know, like. I feel like, um, you know, if I just go to cons or something, I feel like kind of the cosplay crowd is, it's a little bit different. So, you know, I go and like, I'm hanging out with all the JoJo's and like, sometimes I help run gatherings and stuff like that. And I feel like a lot of times that world is just kind of different. Mm. Um, you know, that's okay. Like, it's totally cool to just be, to just go there and like be a random person, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Don't have to be this, uh, representation of the character all the time. Right. Well, I don't know. I always like to, you know, go and I'm dressed as Jolene and I just want to be like, I know it's silly, but I wish that I could be like a really amazing Jolene cosplayer so that people would be like, oh, yeah, that one Jolene cosplayer. But there's like a million of us. Right. So, yeah, if you say like that, it's actually kind of funny because some people who haven't read the manga, they'll like see Jolene and associate her with me because they they're not really into Jojo or whatever. So they'll see a Jolene cosplay and they'll be like, Oh, Kira, what's up? And they'll be like, what? Wow. They think you just dress That's like not that. My name. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's so cosplaying you. you. That. <laughs> but you know, I have that too with like media that I'm not like super into, but I have a friend who always cosplays that character. I just like associate the character with them. So I see like a cosplayer of that and I'm like, Oh, it's my friend. Wait, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, I think there was something I was going to ask you and it's totally gone now. I was just thinking about, oh, I've seen some people cosplay Irene. Have you ever seen that? Yes. I actually really want to do that for Anime Expo, but I will have to make the sweater and I'm just like really bad at sewing. So I'm going to see. Yeah, it'll be. But do you think you'll have to spend a lot of time going like, I'm not Jolene. This is not Jolene. (laughs) Stop it. I mean, it, it is what it is. Like when I cosplayed Halloween Jack, or like when I cosplayed Aladdin Sane, everyone's oh like, oh, God. you're Ziggy Stardust because they think every orange haired persona of Bowie's is yeah. Ziggy Stardust. But I feel like unless you're like a really, really hardcore Bowie fan, that's a super like common thing to assume. So I'm like, oh, it's OK. You tried. You like Bowie. That's good enough for me. Yeah. Like or I, you like Dojo. That's good enough for me. There was something where it was like something that I thought would would I don't want to say no better. I don't want to shame them too much, but it was something big like a news announcement and uh they were showing like the cover of aladdin sane and they were like there he is as ziggy stardust actually th- that was in a that was in some article and that was actually in conan you're right miles he was on conan and they were showing, i know i was right they show like halloween jack and they're like oh there you are that's a ziggy stardust character and bowie's just like yep 
<laughs> like, I don't know if he didn't care or if he didn't even know what image they showed or if he just didn't want to be the guy that's like, well, actually, that's a, a third character that I created <laughs> who's on one album, but it's a good one. But, um, yeah, Miles, do you have any other hard-hitting journalist questions or should we call it off? No, where can we find you, Kira? Are you coming to New Jersey oh. ever? <laughs> um, I went once. I went to Anime Next and some Ooh. of my JoJo friends who, like I met through a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure group on Facebook back in the day, lived out there. And so, you know, we were all like hanging out and stuff and we did a JoJo panel and that was cool. But I mean, <sighs> missed that. I don't at the time like have any plans to go back. I don't know. <laughs> Miles It'd be is mostly... cool, but yay, money. <laughs> <laughs> Miles is just... um. He's just here. Like, we don't even, we don't know him. He just shows up. And, uh, who are you guys? <laughs> he's only, he's, he's kidding around. But, um, Jackie and I used to go to Anime Next. We went, how many times did we go? Like three times, I think? I think only, I've, I've gone, I think with you, I've gone twice. And before you, I went. We once. went like right after we started dating, right? Uh, then maybe we went twice together. Where is it held? Uh, in Secaucus. Secaucus. Secaucus, Secaucus, whatever you want. I alternate. Either I might one. have gone. I feel like I have gone to some sort of anime thing in Seacock. It might have been a, a manga thing instead. Oh, look at you. Okay. Um, but yeah, if we knew that there was a JoJo panel happening, I've been keeping an eye on Anime Next because that's that's our most local one. Mm. I've been keeping an eye on it to see if they'll do a JoJo panel because I would like to go to one. There's of those. one in Atlantic City coming up. An anime con? Yeah. What's it called? Do you know? I don't know. I saw an ad for it in the train station. I will have to look that up. Yeah, go to the train station. Okay, <laughs> easy. But uh, yeah, really, where can we find you? Uh, like on the internet. And what what are you have coming up next? Oh, um, well, sadly, most of the stuff that's coming up next, I can't talk about. But uh, um, just tell us. As of now, just trying to learn my character in Street Fighter. I might want to try to go to Evo if I can, you know, train enough, and you know, depending on finances and stuff like that. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, my handle is spelled R-A-N-A-C-H-A-N, or you can just like look up my name on any social media. My Instagram is Killer Coffee Queen. Um, I have like a Facebook page that you can like. Um, you can just type in my name and find that. I also have a cosplay page on Facebook under Lady Stardust. Wow. How do you like your coffee? Ooh. Oh, so my favorite drink is an iced Mexican mocha. It's wow. um, like an iced mocha, but it's made with Mexican chocolate, and it's amazing. Oh. Does it have like a cinnamon kind of taste to it? Um, yeah, it's actually, it's a very cinnamony chocolate. It's delicious. That's part of the reason I want my stand to be able to turn anything into that. <laughs> I don't think we have those in New York. I've, I've had, well, I've had horchata here, and I... I oh yeah imagine that but kind of with great. like coffee and chocolate it's yeah super good. i've seen that but i haven't had it but now that i know that if it's like horchata at all that i'm definitely going to get it because that's really good mm. if you haven't had it this episode is sponsored by horchata <laughs> it's uh it's like milk and rice and cinnamon it's really good you can get it in new york i think i've had it maybe i haven't i don't know we'll, we'll go out for it someday that'll be our next pod anyway uh kira thank you so much for coming on the podcast uh, yeah, thank really you glad so we got much to talk for to having you. me. A super fan and someone who has some insight. And yeah, follow Kira on all of her social media and look out for whatever secrets um, she'll be able to reveal <laughs> in the future. Don't Hopefully try to... one day that'll be part six. But <laughs> yeah, I, I was that. thinking it wasn't that. But <laughs> yeah, if you, um, it, oh, I, and 
you can. Sorry to um, interrupt. I Go was going to say before I forgot. I I did apply with my group for a JoJo panel at Anime Expo. I don't know whether it's approved or not. It's really hard to get panels there. But mm. if I do manage to get the panel approved, then you know, obviously I'll be promoting it online. So hopefully you guys will come and watch. Okay. Well, the organizers listen to this podcast. So yep. um, if you are listening, please just do it. Yeah. Let her do the panel. <laughs> okay. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Yada yada dawa. Yeah, we're gonna have to rewatch this episode. But yeah, anyone who listened to this, thank you so much for oh, we're doing so. Doing this. Hi. If you want to oh, contact us, um, you can do so by writing to us, Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. If you haven't heard any other episode, you should listen. Um, we're usually not this formal. Uh, in <sighs> some ways, we're disgusting. We're disgusting yeah. people who talk about disgusting things. But Speak for yourself. Yeah, okay. Um, but uh, we talk about JoJo's episodes. We recapped a ton of them, and we have fun doing it. And a lot of people enjoy that by a lot. I mean, <laughs> you know, some people uh, some some people have some reached people. out to, to, say, to say that. So uh, you can find us on SoundCloud.com slash JJBPod. Look up JoJo's Bizarre Podcast on iTunes or any podcast catcher app that you have. We're out there. Um, and you can tweet to us, follow us at JJBPod. Um, and we have a Twitch channel, JJB pod. And like, I can't give you a direct URL to our YouTube channel because YouTube is confusing, but there's Jojo's bizarre podcast on YouTube. Um, we love you for listening. Thanks for listening. Wait, say that you love them. Um, you can say it. I fucking love you. Miles said it. I love you. Yay. Yay. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. Bye. You may.